The following podcast contains swearing, spoilers, and it is all our own opinion. Hi guys, I'm Josh. And I'm Kate. And this is Pilot Error, the show you're only listening to because you can't be watching TV right now. You got it right that time. Yeah, I did. Good job. Is everybody proud of me? <laughs> Send love if you're proud of me. I got the name and the title of our own show right. Today we're going to be covering American Gods, but first of all, we're just going to go through some of the things we've been doing this week and watching. First off, I say again, everyone's favourite segment. I'm going to go to the bathroom right now. <laughs> The PLL update, not really much happened in the last episode, and the only real reveal was actually an unreveal. So in the previous weeks, we found out that Peter Hastings killed Jessica, but it turns out that Mary actually did kill Jessica. So they did like a double reverse, so it was really weird. And there's only three episodes left, and we're pretty much learning nothing, so get your ass into gear, PLL. There's another episode coming out tomorrow, so hopefully that'll be better. There was this crazy musical scene, which has sort of split the audience. Some people hated it, some people loved it. I loved it. Mona, in her little guard outfit, dancing and singing, and Ezra got beaten to a pulp, which was fantastic. And then they go up these stairs, and Veronica Hastings is there. She's got a Bible, like she's going to marry Ezra and Arya. And then Arya's like, can you please forgive me, Veronica? Like, I didn't mean to fuck up your family. And Veronica Hastings goes, well, you're just a selfish little bitch, aren't you? I wouldn't piss on you if you're on fire. And it's just the best line ever. I loved it. Yeah, overall, pretty disappointing episode, apart from that one little line. There's been a few bits of news this week. Things that really affect our lives. Oh, that's strong. <laughs> I've got a, a double shot gin and tonic here. It's pretty strong. You didn't want to take a break and go get another one. <laughs> So goes just, for another sip. So you've just made it terrible. That's yeah. good. <laughs> no, it tastes good still. Uh, the biggest piece of news out this week, Coke Zero is being discontinued. They're not exactly discontinuing it. They're reformulating it into Coca-Cola no sugar. I don't want it. Okay, well, apparently, almost half of consumers, or over half of consumers, I think it was, didn't realise that there was no sugar in Coke Zero. That's the whole point. Yeah. What's the zero about if it's not that? So to make it clearer for their consumers, they're calling it Coca-Cola, no sugar. They're not just changing the name, they're changing the recipe. Why not just keep it? I don't know. So apparently they're making the sweeteners more similar to what's in Diet Coke. I hate Diet Coke. And Diet Coke tastes like shit. It's awful. So I'm pretty annoyed about this, to be honest. I will try it. Well, yeah, obviously. But I don't think it's going to taste like Diet Coke. They must use different flavourings or something. They're going to pull the, the shapes thing, I reckon. Take oh, yeah. it away and then bring it back when everybody complains about it. They brought back cheddar shapes. Yeah, a piece of interesting Original news. cheddar shapes. I almost cried in the supermarket yesterday. Literally, this is not an exaggeration. Literally <laughs> almost cried in the supermarket. I snatched a box off the shelf and just looked at them and had tears in my eyes. People were watching. <laughs> it was it was embarrassing for Josh, but it was one of the best moments of my week. Just for me? <laughs> Shut up. So we will give that new Coke a try, and we'll get back to you on that. But well, obviously, as long as it's better than Coke Light. Oh, yeah, that didn't go I well. That we'll got be... that got pulled, actually. It'll be all right. But then we might not agree. It might be like vanilla Pepsi Max. Ooh. Or I think it tastes like melted paddle pops, and it makes me want to throw up. Ooh, it's so <laughs> And good. you love it. 
Yeah, we might be time for us to do another one of those taste tests with all the different types of Coke and Pepsi. You want to get thrashed again? <laughs> yeah, I did so badly. I couldn't even tell the difference between like Coke and Pepsi, could I? I think you got, what was it, one out of ten? Yeah, I thought I was going to kill it and I just... I think we need to do it more like a scientific experiment and have like breaks in between and they all just like mashed into each other. Like palate cleansers. Yeah, yeah. You know how like when you smell coffee beans between like perfumes or whatever. But that's for your nose. (laughs) So we need like pickled ginger between your sips of Pepsi Max. Yeah. Just do a shot of pickled ginger. (laughs) That's gross. Another big piece of news this week is that they, they are remaking Misfits. Yeah, the super. English show Misfits didn't even come out that long ago, I thought. No, but long enough for it not to just be a continuation. No, like it's they're literally, literally rebooting a, it. Yeah, it's literally a reboot. Like the US did of Skins, the but, US but are doing it of Misfits. Skins came out sort of pretty close. Like they didn't weren't about the same people. No, but the first episode, the first few episodes of the US Skins completely ripped off the plot of the English one. They just remade it with different people. Then they sort of went off on different tangents, but the first bit of it was a rip-off. Oh, I just meant that they were closer together oh, right, than in time. we're talking about for Misfits. Yeah. Because, like, it's been ages since it finished. It's kind of strange. But anyway, it's been picked up by Freeform, which is the same network in the US that does PLL. Oh, joy. <laughs> the guy who wrote it, I can't remember his name, but he's written for iZombie and Veronica Mars. Well, it should be okay then. So It's not Rob Thomas, is it? No, but Rob Thomas is involved in it, I'm pretty sure. Oh. He's like a producer or something, but he's not writing it. I think we'll watch it. We're going to watch it. <laughs> but I think it's basically the same characters and everything. If, if you're not familiar with Misfits, it's a really good show. It's basically about these teenagers who are doing community service and they get struck by lightning in this weird storm mm. and they all end up with these different superpowers. Yeah. But it's not just them. There's lots of people. Yeah, there's lots of people sort of all over the world that have these weird superpowers. They're really weird. They're not like your usual super kind of superpowers. Yeah. Some of them are a bit strange. Like what's the weirdest one is the cheese one, right? Well, the cheese the one, yeah. One. The dairy one, yeah. The guy this who can control dairy products with his mind. Yeah, so he, <laughs> at one point he gives pizza to someone and they eat yeah. the pizza and he does that so that he can like fuck up their stomach yeah because he can control the cheese and the pizza (laughs) just chokes them with the cheese yeah we're making this this show sound really stupid but it's not like it's actually pretty creepy but funny at the same time like that's one of the lower episodes but like a funny concept but the episode itself did go very well yeah well that's later on in the series as well when it goes a bit weird (laughs) but watch it (laughs) no it's good it's pretty good so what have we been up to this week josh okay so uh this week we finished a game that kate wanted to play the PlayStation, but played it for probably a total of seven minutes <laughs> before she just watched me play it. I got too scared. Uh, it's called Little Nightmares. You're not really going to give away any story because the story doesn't go for it. I but tried it's... to explain it to someone the other day and it just, I just came out sounding a bit stupid. Yeah, it's a bit strange. It's basically really... about you're a little girl and you have to find your way through this like creepy boat without getting caught or like murdered. <laughs> And everybody says it's a big twist at the end, but I didn't think it was a twist. I guess it's a twist as much as silent storylines go, like storylines without actual dialogue. I guess it could be considered a twist. It was really good. It was really fun. We really enjoyed it. A bit short, though. Creeped us out. Yeah, you got to play it with the sound really high. Yeah, Cause in the, the dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The villains in it make pretty creepy noises. Yeah. It's 
really weird. Yeah, so I got too scared and I just got frustrated because <laughs> a lot of it's sort of puzzle-based. Yeah. And I'm not very good at <laughs> puzzle games. But it's okay because you're scared and then when the scare happens, you're like, all right, now I can work this out. Yeah, And yeah. then you can just work because you've seen it. But every time you get past the bit that you got scared, there's a new bit and you get scared of it. It's really good. Well, they know what they're doing. So Ink Master started again. Ink Master episode one, Shop Wars. Yeah. It was awesome. So good. <laughs> We love Ink Master. We'll just eat anything that they shovel. Well, we, we were a little bit concerned because they've never done this format before where it's been two people from different shops in the US and they have to work as a team in every challenge. Yeah. They've never done anything like this before. So we sort of thought, oh, it could be a bit... It it's works good, out well. But it's, it's sort of strange. Like some of them, they know each other and they do the same thing, which is really... That's a really bad an idea. strategy. And then you've got people who do different things, but they hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> so that doesn't work. And then you've got people who are just bad. <laughs> well, at the start of Ink Master, you always get those people who literally cannot tattoo. Yeah. It's like, how did you even get in this show? Can't tattoo, can't draw. Um, but I, they, they do that in all reality shows, though. They chuck a few people that are shit in there just to make good TV. Well, yeah, you've got to, like, flesh it out. Yeah. I guess. They, can't, they go on there and they can't even pull, like, a clean line. And you're like... But now they're, they're doing that weird thing where they just, like, oh, two are gone, so now we bring another two in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But they'll just do that for a while, and then eventually oh, they'll stop bringing people in. I know. They, they've they done it before, when they brought the old losers back. <laughs> like, the best tattooists that didn't quite win, and they bring them back. Yeah, that I was can't good. remember what they called that season, but that was quite good, actually. That was quite good. If you like tattoos, Ink Master, it's the way to go. <laughs> Should I say what my new tattoo is that I got the other day? Well, you've... Yeah, because <laughs> you got two new ones recently, in like a week. Yeah, I'm so. taking a break now, I think. But I got this little Eevee snow globe with a little butterfree in it. It's very cute. They're playing in a field in a, in a snow globe. It's very cute. I really like it. Suits you? Nicole Drager. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to Nicole. Today I watched the trailer for the Train to Busan animated prequel. Yeah, we got a comment on our Instagram. They made us aware that there was going to be a prequel. So the prequel's called Seoul Station? Or Seoul? Seoul Station. Good job reading off your phone. It's a place in Korea. <laughs> Dickhead. We'll watch it, but it just doesn't seem to have a lot of the stuff that Train to Busan had. Really claustrophobic and like fast paced and this seems a bit janky and slow. Okay. And there's not as many hordes, <laughs> I don't think, but... The best part of Zombie Fight. Yeah, the three best parts <laughs> of Train to Busan it doesn't have. We'll watch it and we'll let you know what it's like. Really liked it, so we'll give it a go. So I guess we'll move on to a bit of music news now. Why not? So I've got written down here a piece of information about My Chemical Romance of all bands. Jared Way came out and said he wouldn't say no to a reunion. That's far from a reunion. No, I'm not saying they're having a reunion. No. They probably won't because when I wrote this, that was a piece of information by itself. But now something else has come out. I think one of the other guys, I think it might be Frank Lero, was like, fuck no, I'm not doing a reunion. <laughs> so basically that piece of music news means nothing now because it's not going to happen. Because Frank Lero was like, no, I've got my own shit. Well, they can do it without Frank. Yeah. No, no, they can't. Know. Yeah. No, they cannot. He's probably done better in his solo career, to be honest. Like Jared Way. His solo career was... Uh... <laughs> It wasn't bad, just a bit strange. It wasn't what we wanted, come on. No. Well, I'd love My Chemical Romance to get back together. Even just for a tour, that would be pretty cool. And spend all our money. We can go three times in a row. <laughs> beat the two times we saw Anne Boleyn two nights in a row. Yeah. And then we had tickets to the U's that time when I was really sick and we couldn't go. Yeah, that's that sucks. was so sad. 
But I love it when bands do those double shows, like two nights in a row. <laughs> so cool, I love so it. So we can just be so tired at work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are going to go see The Amity Affliction this weekend. We are. Very excited. We love seeing Amity. Yeah, we missed their last tour. I don't know why. I think we just missed down tickets because they were really popular then. No, they did that weird only regional show thing. Yeah, but the they? one before that I think was wasn't regional and we didn't end up going. No, but they had no tickets. Had like yeah, the some... tickets sold out really quick. Sure. This one hasn't even sure. sold out. I think people not getting sick of them, but they do tour a lot. Who are they going with? I don't know how to say the name, but P V R I S. Perverse. 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 I don't know how you say it. <laughs> and I think Bear Tooth and Make Them Suffer. Okay. I'll make them suffer, really? Yeah. Okay. They're, they're playing first. It's like a four-hour gig or something. It starts so, at 6.30 and finishes at 11.30. So we'll something. go late then? Yeah. Okay. I reckon we'll, we'll just get there before <laughs> Purists or whatever they're called. <laughs> but I think they're quite good. This isn't music, but we also just recently bought tickets to My Dad Wrote Earth. Live. <laughs> That's what it's called, but basically it's... My dad wrote a porno. My dad wrote a porno. Probably one of the best podcasts I've ever listened to. Is it better than us? I haven't listened to ours. <laughs> I have. No, it's a fantastic podcast. As if it's not one of the reasons we make this podcast. Yeah, it's one of them. Yeah, it's brilliant. There's... If you haven't listened to my dad wrote a... My dad wrote a porno. If you haven't listened to it, it's magic. Magic. Audio magic. <laughs> it's just basically this young guy, his dad writes a porno. A series of porno books about this woman called Belinda. Belinda, yeah. Blumenthal. Very badly is yeah. the main point. Yeah. He is, what, 60-something? And he has probably never had sex in his life. <laughs> Doesn't know anything about the female anatomy. No. So, And he's written a porn. And he just reads it out to his, to his two friends and they just make fun of it. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound that interesting, but it's actually hilarious. No, it's brilliant. So they're coming to Australia and they're doing a live show. I'm not really sure what it comprises of, but I just saw the tickets and I was like, yeah, we're going. Well, yeah, obviously. I just, I've now got to sit through season two yeah. all the way. I've got halfway and then <laughs> I nearly, had a little, nearly, had, nearly had a little vom in the car and then gave up on it. Oh, it gets so. a bit rough for a it bit does there get a bit rough. season two. <laughs> Season three's been pretty tame so far, actually. I think I've just finished the third episode. Rocky's calming down, is he? Well, so far, but who knows what's going to happen later on in the book. <laughs> so I think that's all for the news of the week. All right, get rid of the news page. <laughs> so we'll jump into American Gods. Yeah. So why did we choose this? Why wouldn't we? Are you joking? This is like our TV show. Plus, like, Neil Gaiman. I will watch or read or listen to anything that he's involved in. Yeah. I've heard good things about it. Recently, I've started hearing bad things about it because apparently it sort of takes a bit of a turn. I think they're on about episode six or seven now. People have complained that it's become too political. So it makes sense episode four and becomes too political episode six. Is that what we're hearing? Apparently. People were raving about it and now people are going off it. But I, we can make up our own opinion when we get there because we've only watched the pilot of this. Yeah. So we watched the pilot twice. We just watched it. And we watched it on the weekend as well. This has an 8.5 out of 10 on IMDb, which is pretty good. There's a little summary here, which is actually a pretty crap summary because I read a better <laughs> summary <laughs> after this and it made a lot more sense. The actual episode made a lot more sense after I read the Rotten Tomato summary. But this is the IMDb summary. A recently released ex-convict named Shadow meets a mysterious man who calls himself Wednesday and who knows more than he first seems to about Shadow's life and past. 
does not explain anything nothing. About, the, about the show. Nothing about the show at all. I wouldn't watch it based on that. Do you want to say what the Rotten Tomatoes one said? So the Rotten Tomatoes one basically describes what the show is actually about. And it's just about new gods versus old gods. Nordic gods versus new technology. I'm pretty excited to see how it goes. I'm really glad we're doing this today so we can, when we finish, we can watch episode two, maybe. <laughs> yeah, we'll have a bit of time. So this stars Ricky Whittle, who is Shadow Moon, who's the main character. Also in the top series cast are Emily Browning, who we love. I love Emily Browning. She is a super babe. <laughs> Crispin Glover, who's the creepy thin man. Yep, creepy from, thin man. From Charlie's Angels. Mate, what a cast. <laughs> Opposite Lucy Liu in Charlie's Angels, my favourite. Lucy Liu. Yeah, love her. And Bruce Langley is also in the top series cast. And he is technical boy. There you go. We actually haven't seen Crispin Glover yet. He wasn't in this episode. No, not at all. Yeah, you can't talk about this show without talking about <laughs> Ian McShane. Ian McShane, yeah, he's a pretty famous actor, isn't he? Yeah, very famous. This cast is pretty, like, top-notch. The main guy, I've never really seen him before. No, I haven't seen him anything. But then I do look at Ian. All I can think of is Hot Rod. What's he in Hot Rod? He's um, he's Frank in Hot Rod. Like, I hate Frank. Like, his, um, <laughs> his dad. And oh, they yeah. always have, like, fist fights and shit. Oh, shit. It's so good. <laughs> He's amazing. Based on this pilot, would you continue watching? I think we've already pretty much said that, yes, we will continue watching. Well, it's watching. got pretty much everything that we would need. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. There's a lot going on. I have some concerns about some of the blood. We can get to that. We can. <laughs> it's, it's very gory, this show, in an almost comedic way. <laughs> yeah. This first episode's called The Bone Orchard. It premiered on the 30th of April 2017. So a very new show. Yep. And this has an 8.4. I'm just looking through the star ratings now, and you know how I was saying about episode 6? It just, six? just dies yeah. in episode 6. <laughs> well, it doesn't die. It's 7.8, but they're all sort of like around 8. They're above 8 until that episode, and it's like 7.8. What about episode 3? Yeah, well, that's almost <laughs> 7.9, rounded up to 8. Well, it's not 7.95, is it? Use your significant figures, mate. I was rounding it up to the closest whole number. <laughs> the closest <Is> whole. That... <laughs> Is that maths? Was that... <laughs> so are we going to go through this, not scene by scene, but we sort of broke it into sections? Yeah, we thought couldn't really do it by character this time, because you don't find out enough about the characters. Yeah. Or anything, really. <laughs> One character in it literally just comes in for a scene by herself. And not, it's not, not connected to the rest of the plot. Not by herself, but <laughs> <laughs> it ends up... She ends up by herself. <laughs> Do we want to just talk about... Rather far... No, come on. We've got to talk about it at the end. I just want to get her out the way. You want to get it out of the way? Yeah. You want to get random... Okay, so we've um we've dubbed this woman the vagina lady. <laughs> and would you like to say why, Kate? <laughs> Basically, it's this unconnected scene. None of the other characters are in this scene. It's just her... And this random guy, and she meets him at a bar. They've met online. She's a lot more attractive than him. Yeah. And he's very surprised that she's so good looking because he's met her online. They end up going back to her room, which is all decked out in red with all these candles and stuff. Red flag or... Oh, red, red flag? Red flag. <laughs> that was just stupid. stupid Communists, joke. mate. But yeah, she basically just seduces him. They start making out, having sex, and she starts saying some weird stuff like, worship me, worship me. And yeah. he has to like yell her name out and say all this like stuff about her. And her name is actually Biquis. <laughs> is it? <laughs> <laughs> what did I say her name was? I was like, Baba Ganoush. Baba Ganoush, yeah. <laughs> no, it's Biquis. Biquis. Is it? 
they basically have sex and he worships her and then he gets sucked up into her vagina. Yeah, basically, yeah. She just eats him with her vagina. And then she looks beautiful at the end of it yeah. and young. So she must be some kind of goddess, succubus kind of thing. Yeah, I didn't understand what was happening with the proportions by the end of it. Because he gets like, all small. Does, so he gets all small, she doesn't get bigger. No, he gets okay. all small. Like it, like he's going into the size of a baby and getting sucked up into her vagina. <laughs> God. Well, that's what happens. I'm just, I'm being honest about that's, what's happening it is for, what our, happened. for our listeners. It is what happened. I'm glad you got it out of the way. So that's it doesn't the, have anything to do with the storyline. That's the so first far. thing we're talking about in the show. We, Everyone's we, just like, I'm not watching this fucking show. You've got to keep people listening. You're just like, what's the first thing you talk about? Oh, this woman had sex with a man, sucked him up in her vagina. <laughs> people are going to listen to the rest of this podcast. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Do you want to take the first section, which is in prison? Okay, so uh, the main character's name is Shadow Moon. Moon Shadow. Oh, wait, no. It is Shadow it's Moon. Shadow Moon. Oh, shit. <laughs> is this going to happen again where I'm going to get everyone's name wrong? Probably. Yeah, main character, Shadow Moon, is in jail. Oh, actually, we've missed... Oh, the Vikings. The Viking. So, do you want to do the Vikings or do you want me to do the Vikings? There's a boat of Vikings. They get stranded on an island. It's America. Yeah, they get stranded <laughs> on an island. They get attacked by Native America. Americans. America's not an island. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean it's not an island? What do you mean, what do I mean it's not an island? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much everything is an island. <laughs> we're, we're on a planet and we're all suspended in water. We're all suspended in water. We're all on an island. As, the Earth is an island in space. <laughs> That's It's a space island. I think this gin tonic's starting to go in my head now. Okay, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> they get stranded and they get attacked by Native Americans... They want to escape the island, but there's no wind, so yeah. they can't leave. So they start doing all this stuff to appease their god. Yeah. So they stab themselves in the eye. They sacrifice some dude by setting him on fire. Nothing works. They end up having this huge battle. So like half of them die, and then the wind picks up. Yeah. And they get on their ship, and they leave. Yeah. That's it. Because the god is a battle god. Yeah, he's a battle god. They carve this little thing of him, and that's left on the island, and I think that might be important later. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't try to see if it like looked like Wednesday or... I was sort of looking at all the Vikings' faces to see if I recognised any of them in case they were time-travelling or something. Because I, <laughs> I don't know what's going on in this show yet. Like, who knows if one of those Vikings was Mr. Wednesday in the past or... I don't know. Well, yeah, knows? true. He does say that he only has one good eye. Oh. <laughs> mate, I think we're onto something here. And we're it was the same it. eye. We're killing it, mate. It was the same eye. Because it was Crazy. his right eye and they all stabbed themselves in the right eye. Yeah. We are killing this. But I feel like that's more just because only his left eye works and he's the god. So they do their own eye to like be like him. So Mr. Wednesday is the war god. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think so. That makes sense. Yeah. Because I was trying to work out who he was. We're kind of jumping around here. But... <laughs> this podcast is going to be a lot of just us just throwing theories at the wall. Yeah. Because, because you don't really know much yet. We're just going to be theorizing. We don't know anything. So you did the Vikings. Well done. So we talk about prison. So Shadow Moon is in prison. He's about to get out. He's a few days before he gets out. He talks to his wife on the phone. It's very nice. We're organising a surprise party for you. Don't tell anybody. Really lovely phone call. Goes back to his room. Goes to sleep. Dreams of her or hallucinates her, I guess. And then we have the weird tree thing. He's dreaming. The first episode is, of course, called The Bone Orchard. So there's a big tree. 
and there's sense. just like skeletons everywhere and the tree like cuts his face <laughs> and then a noose falls down and then he wakes up so they're really heavy on the whole like noose thing like mm. i think it's just like a fear that he must have that shows up that a lot. getting hanged shows up all the time he also sees a gang of white supremacists holding up a noose yep. at one point when he's in the yard and he talks to his prison friend. Mm. We don't really know much about him. He basically just gives him advice. Mm. The main thing I got from this, like the part where he's talking to him, is that it's based on a book. Yes. So they've tried to just sort of cram it in the way it's written. Some of the dialogue's really janky and it like doesn't make a lot of sense. It's sort of as if they'd got like a graphic novel and they just done it straight off the graphic novel because people are talking the same way that they would in like a long established novel. Yeah. But anyway, moving along, because I can get over that, we find out that he's good at coin tricks. So, is he a magician? Mm -hmm. Or is he just a hustler? So anyway, he gets called to the warden's office. The warden says, we're going to let you out early because your wife has died while he's been asleep. So he's going to go to his wife's funeral. The bit that hit us really badly, and it's another one of those, the dialogue doesn't quite work things, is the guard. So he finds out his wife has died, and he goes back to his cell, and the guard says... It's like one of those good news, bad news jokes. Like, good, you're going to get out of jail. Bad, your wife's dead. Closes the door and then just fucks off. Like, who is this person? I don't know, it seemed kind of out of place, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, and it's just like, what a dick. <laughs> like, oh, your wife's dead. Close the door. <laughs> Fuck you. Why? Oh. And it wasn't acted very well at all. No. Like, if there was supposed to be a spin on that, it wasn't there. <laughs> I was like, I know how to act, mate. Don't you worry. I'm just going to say my lines in a casual voice and then walk away because I'm an actor. It's fucking bad. <laughs> Alright, so he gets to the airport. He tries to change his flight because his flight isn't booked for another couple of days because he wants to basically get out of prison. The woman says he can't, she can't change it. He calls his friend Robbie and leaves a message because he doesn't pick up. Ends up seeing this guy at the desk. And this is the main character. Well, we don't really know that yet. But he tries to fake being mentally disabled to get a first-class ticket onto the flight. Yeah. I've kind of skipped forward a couple of days, but we're just trying to get this to be a bit quicker. <laughs> but this is the day that he's flying out, the next day. Um, he ends up sitting next to Wednesday on the flight in first class. Yeah. Because some woman steals his seat. And Mr. Wednesday starts talking to him as if he's normal and not mentally disabled. Because he's not. Because he's not. Because he just faked it to get into first class. Yep. This guy is super arrogant. He's getting pissed. Um, knows that Moon Shadow is nervous of flying but just kind of like fucks with him a bit, um, but gets him to do some shots to try and calm his nerves. He knows a lot about Moonshadow. Everything. Yeah. So he straight away tells that he's been in prison. We find out that he only has one eye, but he can see very well with that eye mm. because obviously he can... See everything. <laughs> yeah. He's a seer or something, but uh, he knows everything about Moonshadow. And he off ends up offering him a job and he Moonshadow says, oh, I've got a job. My friend Robbie is going to give me a job. Yeah. At the gym. Wednesday says, no, he's not. Yeah. We don't really know what's going on there yet, but Mr. Wednesday seems to know. We should probably say how Mr. Wednesday gets his name, because we just started calling him Mr. Wednesday. What do you mean? Well, how he gets he goes, his, you don't know how he gets his name. No, we do, because they have a conversation. Moonshadow goes, oh, what can I call you? And he goes, what's today? Wednesday. Hmm, today's my day. Let's go with that. And that's why they call him Mr. Wednesday. Right. That's what happens. I know that's what happens, but I feel like his name, he just calls himself Mr. Wednesday anyway. Oh, you're right. It just happens to be Wednesday. Maybe. We find out that he's a hustler. Moonshadow's a hustler. 
Hustler. He does these coin tricks and says the casino's my downfall. Yeah. Both end up falling asleep. Yep. He has another dream. What's the second dream? Tree again. Yeah, but he first he sees his wife kind of in the accident. That's like a really quick flash of his wife like falling over. He sees the same tree and then this bull with fiery eyes comes out. It's a buffalo. Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> and says, believe? <laughs> Not sure. Not sure. What he says, but I think it's believe. <laughs> That's how he says it. Cool. That's how a buffalo with eyes on fire would say believe. Yeah. Wakes up. <laughs> There's been an emergency landing. Slept through it. Slept through the emergency landing. Slept through the storm and the emergency landing. And he's the last one on the plane? Maybe there was something in his drink. Maybe, yeah. I think that he's been drugging him this whole time. You know later <laughs> in the bar and he like, gives him all those drinks? Yeah. I've got a bit of a question about what's in those drinks because something's going on there. A bit of a question. So he decides that he's going to drive the rest of the way because he's not that far away. Yeah. He doesn't want to have to wait to get another plane. You want to go on to the next bit? So what's the next bit? The bar. We find him at this bar. Some weird gator bar. It is. The like the bar is like a crocodile's mouth. And all the seats <laughs> are like that. all the seats are crocodile heads. It's just a weird That's pretty cool. A weird joint. So he goes there, he finds out that uh Wednesday's actually there as well, and they meet in the bathroom, and he tells him that not only is his wife dead, but Robbie is dead because they were in the same car. Oh my god, shock horror. So he doesn't have a job. So he says to Wednesday, Well, I'll flip a coin. Because I'm not going to work for anybody whose luck is worse than mine. Flips the coin. Says that he's rigged it. But he's still lost. So now he has to work for Wednesday. And then we meet the leprechaun. Do you reckon the leprechaun controlled the coin? Or Mr. Wednesday controlled the coin? I reckon Mr. Wednesday can control the coin. Why would the leprechaun control the coin? Because he can there. control coins. But he's not even there yet. But he might have been in the background. But like... it's supposed to be his. But it's like his coins. Isn't yeah, it? Yeah. I assume it's his coin. Because it's like his leprechaun gold. I just wanted to say one, one thing about this bar. Yeah. I think they need to get Charles Styles in here. Mystery <laughs> diners. Because that woman at the bar is just giving away free shit. <laughs> she is giving away she's free like, shit. She's like, you can have beer and my famous chili as long as you tip me. So she's saying, like, you just got to give me a tip. Okay, I'll so give I, you all the shit for free. I don't think you listened to what she said. <laughs> he said, I can't afford the food and the gas money. And she said, don't make a mess and you can skimp me on the tip. Oh. And it's fine. <laughs> I thought she just she's wanted just a bit being, of a... No, she's just a being... A 20 across the table sort of thing. She's being incredibly nice to him. So anyway, that he can they afford get, petrol. Or maybe they should just get Robert Irvine in there to like tear the place apart and refurbish that place. Because there's too many gators. They need, they need Robert Irvine anyway. Just sledgehammer the shit out of all of it. They need to get someone from the Food Network in there. <laughs> so we met the leprechaun. You thought that Shadow Moon was good at coin tricks. This fucking leprechaun is really good at coin tricks. <laughs> so leprechaun just starts pulling gold coins out of nowhere because he's a leprechaun. He doesn't. We gotta make him clear. He doesn't look like a leprechaun. He's got orange hair though. Yeah, but he's like seven he's feet really tall. He's really tall. He's huge. This guy's massive. You think Shadow Moon? I don't keep saying this, but you think Shadow Moon is massive because he's yeah. a massive dude. He's a huge. He's dude. been working out in prison for huge, like the last huge three years unit. or whatever. This leprechaun guy is massive. His name's actually Mad Sweeney. Yeah, Mad Sweeney. <laughs> it's not leprechaun, but he called, he is a leprechaun. He, his name's Mad Sweeney. And he's from Moscow, Moscow, Russia, or Moscow, Idaho. Okay, so... <laughs> what does that mean? Again, you didn't listen. What? Okay, I got something to say about <laughs> this show in general. 
it's one of those shows that is very mumbly. It is very mumbly, yeah. And it's extremely hard to understand everything the f- that they're saying. The first time we watched it, I didn't understand these things, but I picked them up the second time. I didn't understand probably about 30% of the dialogue, but I think that's anyone would have trouble understanding it. It's just one of those shows. It's gritty. Yeah. In the way that they just... Gritty, mumbly show, yeah. which is quite, you know, in vogue. Yeah. No, Shadow Moon says, are you from Ireland? And he says, well, leprechauns aren't from Russia. Oh, okay. So he is from Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't sound like he's from Ireland. So we're still in he the He talks bar. about Mr. Wednesday and says, do you know who he is, who he really is? Yeah. And this is where I was thinking, yeah, who is this guy? And <laughs> now we've kind of... <laughs> now... <laughs> Now we've kind of thought about it. Who is this guy? Who we is he? We thought about it at the start. He might be this war god, this Viking war god, right? Who is he when he comes in? This is the first time you're like, is that no, guy? but I mean like, you know, what kind of supernatural being is he? Because I was thinking maybe he's the devil. Yeah, I did get that vibe a lot. I got that vibe, but then now we've talked about it, I'm thinking, oh yeah, he probably is that war god, right? Yeah. But he brings over all these drinks and they start drinking and... Mm. Mead. Drink... Well, he brings all these shots as well. Mead. Shots of mead. Is it mead? Yeah, he says it's mead. Wow, that is another Viking thing. Yes. Because <laughs> he calls it drink of the gods. Yeah. The Irish guy is just playing darts and getting like bullseyes. Really well. And he basically takes the job with Mr. Wednesday, right? Yeah. By drinking these shots of mead, it's like locked in. Yeah. And they do this spit handshake and stuff. And that gave me really devilly vibes as well because he's like, you're my man now. You know, like he's like just sold his soul or something. Yeah. So Spit know. in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the devil makes his deals, isn't it? No. Anyway. <laughs> Contracts in blood. <laughs> well established. <laughs> Not spit shakes. Mr. Mad Sweeney. Mr. Mad Sweeney. Mr. He's hustling you. He's hustling you. He's hustling you. And he does all these coin tricks again. Yeah. And Moonshadow goes, you've got to teach me. He says, I'll teach you if you fight me. They have this huge ass fight. And he passes out. That's it. The fight goes for way too long. The fight There's goes a few scenes in ages. this that go for way too long, I feel like. Yeah, but that's... Like the vagina woman scene. Oh, but that was that was too long when it started. This scene. <laughs> the Viking... The whole Viking scene at the start. The Viking bit was good. Come on. It, I don't know. I wanted to skip it the second time. We skipped the vagina woman We had to. We had time. to skip the vagina woman. I wanted it to just skip gets, the Viking bit. It just gets too much. <laughs> Do you want to talk about the blood quickly? Because we didn't talk about that. About yeah, because the, the, the blood is not... I don't know who's made it. Who's made this blood. It's not movie blood. So when you make movie blood, <laughs> you have your... Here's a lesson, kids. You have your decided syrup. So usually glucose syrup because mm-hmm. it's clear and cheap. Yes. Something to thin it with. Then you have red food dye and always green or blue food dye to make it look thicker, more like blood. They've forgotten the green slash blue food dye, so all the blood is really translucent and bright red. <laughs> I actually really liked it. I thought it looked cool. It looks like everybody is full of jam. I it... really liked it. I think it was supposed to look like that. Okay. It reminded me, I would say, it reminded me of 300, how the blood looks really bright. 300 blood, I think, is made, it's made properly, but they... Just make it real bright. Yeah, like they, they make it, it. They edit it to be bright. Yeah. Well, Whereas here, it's just edited. like it's bright. This is probably edited to be brighter as well. But I know what you mean about it being really translucent. Yeah. Like that's kind of weird. Yeah. Oh, I actually really enjoyed the blood. But like the bit where Shadow just takes a cup of blood to the face, and it's just like at the end. Yeah. yeah it's not blood. Yeah, it just looks like someone splashed like a 
a yeah. cup of red cordial in yeah. his face. <laughs> on his face. <laughs> Some kid's just like, yeah. Sucked in, Grandpa. <laughs> Dude, I'm in my 20s. <laughs> Right, so where are we up to? He wakes up in the car, and yeah. Mr. Wednesday's driving him. Yeah. He just basically says, oh, you you drank a lot, you'll remember later what you did. He's like, oh, I know that I made a bad decision. Did he teach me that coin trick? Because he finds a coin in his hand. He's like, did the leprechaun teach me the coin trick? And he's like, yeah, I think so. And then he says that he's going to give him the car, because it's not his. It's not the car he rented anymore, it's a different car. Yeah, Mr. Wednesday, Wednesday just ditches his rental car. <laughs> yeah. He just- was... Fucks it off. <laughs> this was another thing that I thought was a devil reference because he said the rental car was a red car mm. and he goes, red's not your colour. Like he's saying red's not your colour, it's my colour and like red is the colour of the devil. Yeah, but he has a black car. No, I know that, but <laughs> I don't know. I just It was just something that I picked up on where I was like, oh. But you can make, you can spin anything. Yeah. Like if you have a theory in your head, Pretty Little Lies fans are the best for this. <laughs> They've got a theory in their head and they can spin it Whichever way to make it fit their theory, right? I'm pretty sure most of the lines in this are trying to do that, though. Everything is just a type of foreshadowing that you can just take whatever way you want. Yeah. I just thought that was kind of interesting. Cool. Well, since you finished off my scene, now you can do your scene. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's no, fine. I, just, I got caught up good. in it and discussing it. I know, you get very excited. It's all good. So he arrives in the town where his wife's getting buried. Okay. Is that the next bit? Yeah, the funeral. Yeah, the funeral. There's a few other little bits in there, but they're not important, so we'll just skip over those. <laughs> God, that gin and tonic seriously was so strong. I'm like, <laughs> just like a little bit flush now. One more? One more? Oh, I'm not going to pause this to go and get another drink. He goes to the funeral. He sees she's got like an open casket, so she sees he sees Emily Browning's beautiful face. She's beautiful. Even though she's dead, she looks beautiful. And She's not really dead, so I think you're allowed to say she's beautiful. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, it's a bit weird to say a dead person's beautiful. The actress is beautiful. The actress is beautiful. And <laughs> the she's dead not actually woman. dead, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> he stands next to this woman who turns out to be his best friend, Robbie's wife. Yep. So the guy who died in the car with his wife, right? Do you remember her name? Audrey. Well done. See? You got it. Smashing it. She says that they both died and he had his cock in her mouth. Yeah, basically. So, so we know that they've been having an affair. Which I guessed the first time we found out that Robbie died in the car with her. But apparently he didn't realise that until just then. Yeah. He goes to her grave and they do the whole, you know, lowering the body into the grave. And, and gets bury, stuck. Gets stuck. <laughs> I don't understand what the point of that was. It was like some comedic moment. Where just the, to make it, I, I don't know if they were trying to make it more real by making it less real. <laughs> and this dude's just like hitting on the coffin, just like, yeah. come on, come on. And then it just like falls down. Everyone's like, oh. <laughs> Because they're worried she's just going to flop out. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> he stays there until the night. And he's just like yelling at her grave. He's like, why did you do this to me? The wife comes. His best friend's wife, Audrey, comes. She's like, yeah, I went to Robbie's funeral. You didn't come. Fair enough. I yelled at his grave as well. And I pissed on it. <laughs> yep. This woman is so good. I actually love all the lines that she says in the scene. Because it's so funny. <laughs> She's just hilarious. Like, she is distraught as fuck. Her husband just died getting a blowjob in a car from her best friend. She's And she's, at this point now, she is drunk. She's so drunk. <laughs> and she basically, like, just tries to bang Moonshadow. She does. And she wants to, like, suck his dick so that they can see from the grave. What about the bit about her husband's dick? Oh, yeah. 
She's like, the coroner had the nerve to ask me to write what I wanted to do with the dick. And she's like, just leave it there. But he didn't leave it in her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I told him to put it somewhere special. I don't know what that means. No, put it up his ass. <laughs> oh my god, do you reckon that's what it was? Probably, yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. And then Moonshadow says something like, oh, everyone told me that now she's somewhere else special or something. And she goes, she's in the cemetery. Target would be better than this. Yeah, <laughs> that was a pretty good line. And then she says something like, if there is a life after death, I'm going to be so freaking pissed. <laughs> she just says all these hilarious lines, but she looks so crazy. So crazy. She looks kind of demonic. <laughs> so I'm wondering if maybe she's part of the supernatural I, element. I think she's just a drunk, crazy person. <laughs> just played really well. Yeah, no, she's great. I actually really like her. I hope there's a lot more of her because she was actually hilarious, even though... Yeah, as I said, she's probably going through the worst day of her life. She is still still... (laughs) on point with her (laughs) humour. But it's still like, they've still got the same book format for talking. Mm. So she like, she frantically starts and stops talking and like moves on to the next thing. She doesn't give herself time to breathe. She swaps, I know she's drunk and she swaps moods really fast, but she doesn't have that transfer into a different mood. There's yeah. no it's just progression. Down, like, she's just like suddenly. she's just like I'm so mad. I pissed on his grave. Ugh! Like yeah. straight away. <laughs> so yeah, she tries to bang him basically, and he's like, no, 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 and they just hug, and that's the end of that bit. Yeah. But oh yeah, the coin. <laughs> the coin. So this is another motif that keeps popping up. So we got the noose, and we got this coin. Yeah. It's the coin from the leprechaun, right? Yeah. So he flicks it onto her grave for some reason. We see it go down into the dirt. Zombie. Yeah, well, we were expecting for, you know, a big hand to come out and be like, <laughs> but it, the coin just like kind of sinks into the ground. I don't know how it does that, but. Because leprechaun. It's magical, obviously. I mean, spoiler, not really spoiler because I haven't seen any other episodes, but I'm pretty sure that Emily Browning is like a series regular. Well, so she yeah. must come back. You can't, you can't have Emily Browning play like one hallucination of a wife. And then a dead body. Well, she could just come back in flashbacks for the whole show. Yeah, but you can't do that. Yeah. It's Emily Browning. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's going to come back from the dead or something. So obviously something magical is going on with this coin. Then we're in the last scene where he leaves the funeral, where so, he leaves the cemetery. Yeah, this bit I didn't understand. So he's... Why is he walking? Maybe he just feels like a walk. Because he, he had, had missed a rough a, day. He had Mr. Wednesday's car. <laughs> he's had a rough day. He's, I'll just fucking leave it. Did he drive to the funeral though? Yeah, or did he, he drove leave to the, the car at the motel? We drove to the funeral from dropping Wednesday off at the motel. Oh, okay. And he drives to the funeral, and he drives outside the church. We don't see him drive from the church to the graveyard, but I assume they're probably next to each other. Yeah, so walking, and all the streetlights just start to go off, and then he sees, like, this weird glowing box with, like, all these fluttery things near it. Don't touch it. What are you doing? <laughs> the few last few days you've had, what are you going to go touching shit for? Anyway, touches it. And it just, like, latches onto his face and transports him to this otherworldly limousine where we've got... What was he called? Technical boy. Technical boy. Come on! This guy's <laughs> hair and outfit are on fleek. Just saying. Are they? Yes. Cornrows on the side. Huge hipster never, curl on the top. Never seen it before. I'm digging it. <laughs> There's a reason. <laughs> Come on, mate. He's transported to this... Well, I don't know he's transported. It's just the mask or whatever. We don't know. Yeah. In the limo, he is basically talking to Technology Boy, whatever, and he's trying to get information out of him about what Wednesday's plan is, what he's trying to do. 
He obviously um, has no idea because he just met Wednesday. He has so working no from that idea day. what's happening. And they start talking about the dominant paradigm. Don't know what that is. Assume it's going to become very important. He says a whole bunch of shit and you're just like, what? Yeah. I assume it'll be like the group of gods that rule or some shit. Maybe. The main thing about that was that like, he's like smoking, what does he call it? Synthetic toad skins. Yeah. And there's like a little frog. In a pipe. In a pipe and he's smoking it. What? Blowing epic, epic smoke, smoke rings. rings. Onto Moonshadow's face and he's just kind of like hallucinating a bit and like. Yeah. He's losing it. But he also has these, the henchmen that have no face. Mm. They have these... really good boots. Do they have really good boots today? <laughs> yeah, I've noticed that. But yeah, just these huge dudes, no face, beating the shit out of him. I really like this scene though. The way it's all shot, because it's all like hallucinating and there's really good sound effects as well. You do love your, your little drug scenes. Well, it's just like a different sort of parallel universe, isn't it? It's got this weird feel to it and it's shot all strange and... There's no, like, concept of space in this limo. It yeah. kind of just fluctuates. And there's always weird mechanical noises and, like, mm. and yeah, it's really cool. The dude's face. Oh, yeah, it goes all, I don't know, how do you explain like pixely, that? Pixelated. Pixelated. out. Lego blocky. looks kind of freaky. Yeah, it's weird. The other important thing he says is, Mr. Wednesday is history and old. Yeah. So he's obviously referring to Mr. Wednesday as, like, one of the old gods. Yeah. Right? And he's obviously one of the new gods because he's up with technology and the kids. <laughs> with the kids. What the kids want. Well, he calls, you know, those faceless people, he calls them chil- children. The children. So that's really weird. That's really weird, yeah. And he realises that Moonshadow isn't going to give him any information about Mr. Wednesday. So he's like, why the fuck am I wasting my time then? Yeah. And uh, he's like, kill him. Yeah. And he's like, we're not just going to kill you. We're going to delete you. One click and you're gone. Yeah. And then he clicks <laughs> and the limo roof opens up and he gets like spat back out into a normal, the normal world. Yeah. And all the faceless men are just like beating him up. Yeah. And then they hang him mm-hmm. because of course they do. So the whole noose thing comes to a, a head, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> or a neck. neck. If you want to be that guy. And then somehow he gets cut down from this noose. Yeah. And all the other guys being... just explode. <laughs> Yeah, and then you just kind of see him on the floor, and he yeah, he gets a up. cup of red cordial poured on his face. <laughs> he looks up, and there's one of those shots where it just pulls out, and you see all of the the dead faceless men on the floor. Mm. In my opinion, I thought it was kind of like someone standing there I looking thought, at him. I thought there was gonna be like That's what legs. I thought too. You were gonna see legs, or, or you were something. gonna see the back of someone. I reckon someone is standing there, and you know who I think it is. You're gonna get a zombie girlfriend. Yeah, it's his wife. Not Wednesday. No. Not I reckon his the wife. No, I reckon his wife's come back from the dead and just saved him from that. Just blowing up faceless buff-ass children. Well, we could only hope. <laughs> and that's that's the end. Yeah, so that started off this war, I guess, raging between the old and new gods. Well, I assume it's always been going on. Do we really know what Mr. Wednesday wants Moonshadow to do for him? No, he hasn't said anything. Did he not say something about... Him wanting to beat up bad people or something? No, he said... Shadow said that he'd do anything that Wednesday wanted. And he'll fight people who try to hurt him. But he won't fight people for fun or for money. Okay. He just knows that he wants him to just beat people up. It seems like he might be some kind of hitman. Or he's probably just trying to build a bit of an army. Because it seems like, from that synopsis we read, the old gods are kind of getting seduced into being new gods. And all the old ones are dying out. Yeah. So he's trying to like build an army of... 
old gods, like new old gods. So maybe he wants so Moonshadow to be a god. Maybe, but then you've got what uh, a Nordic god, a leprechaun, and <laughs> and a buff guy. Well, he seems to have. You know how he had that sort of weird affinity with the weather. Do you reckon that's got something to do with his powers? There's a lot of weird stuff going on. Do you think he's supernatural? I don't know. If if he is, he doesn't know. Because when the leprechaun's just pulling coins out of nowhere, he thinks it's just a magic trick. Mm, but it's obviously real. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe so, it was him that killed all those people and got himself out from that move. That could have been part of his powers. Maybe. Or he could have he killed his wife and his best friend by storming them. Ooh, you I don't know. He was, if you think that he he's was implicated in their murder, like he did it and didn't realize in his dreams. Well, maybe because he like was dreaming about about it. He dreamed about her and dreamed about a fiery buffalo. <laughs> hmm. I'm learning a lot from just talking about it in this podcast. <laughs> really usually, to hear. Usually, learn a lot about these shows and we talk about them. Yeah, I think we've pretty much covered. Everything. Was there any other theories of what you think is going to happen later on in this series? No, not really. I just, I hope uh, there's a tone down of the vagina woman. And I think there's going to be a tone up because we don't know anything about her. Oh, She's but definitely it was just... going to come into it. But it was just so much. <laughs> I don't think there'll be another scene like that, though. We'll, we'll find out a bit more about her in, in different a different way, I think. Okay. Do you reckon she's going to be, like, not his love interest or anything, but, like, do you reckon she's going to join their side or she's one of the evil ones? Do we really know who's good and evil yet, though? No. Well, we Everyone could, seems evil. It could do one of those things where we get all the way to the end and then we find out that the team that we've got the protagonist for is evil. Yeah. Like, one of them. What is good and what is evil? But then it's going to get really political, apparently, so everything is bad. So how do you reckon it's going to become political? Well, I don't know. Unless there's going to be a, a useless god called... Grump, <laughs> or something, <laughs> who wears a merkin. I don't really know how we're gonna how they're gonna make it extra political, not in a positive way, anyway. What's a merkin? So <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a pubic wig. Oh, okay. <laughs> I get it. Do we think there's more to this friend in prison? We sort of talked about him a bit at the start, but we didn't mention that. He also sort of hallucinates him in the airport when he's trying to change his flight. So do you think he's not real? I don't know. Some sort of Mr. Robot thing. Oh man, I'm getting Mr. Robot vibes from this show a little bit. <laughs> it's kind of like Mr. Robot mixed with like Game of Thrones. What, like he's still in prison this whole time? <laughs> no, I doubt it. But I don't know if they... What was the thing in the airport? I didn't understand why he He just like saw, saw his friend... I don't know if it was relevant that it was his friend, but it was just to remind him not to lose his mind at, like, those people. Do not piss off those bitches in airports. That's it, yeah. They'll get you thrown back in jail in a second. So I don't know if he actually saw him or he hallucinated seeing him or he was just thinking about him. Yeah. To see him. Because TV shows make that line so blurry. Yeah. It's just so blurry. And there's a lot of weird things like that in But I think show. it might just be he comes back to give him bits of advice. Even if they're really strange. Another person we didn't really talk about at all was at all. the guy at the start who we see writing a book before the Viking scene. So the guy who writes the book about the Vikings, do you think that's him in the future? Or do you think it's just... It doesn't look like him. A guy. He's writing the story about it. Do you think it's historically accurate? Or do you think it's just like we said, Wednesday is their god who brings the, the wind? I don't know. Because I'm feeling this more and more. 
he could just be like an unrelated not an unrelated character but he could be another character who's just like a historian that they consult later yeah he could and come they're in later. just introducing him as this kind of historian guy he could be the expert yeah on all the gods on all this yeah theology stuff yeah that could happen. And you know, another thing that was interesting, you know when he's at the grave and he's yelling at the grave and he's like, I read all these books for you, I read all these history books. Yeah. Do you think that's important? Well, yeah, I think, like, they lay on thick the fact that he's smart. Yeah. He said he's read, like, how many books of 300 books Well, yeah, he prison. said he read, like, six books a week or something. I don't know if it's going to become... I, d- I don't know what's relevant yet. But maybe that means still... it is him in the future if he's all into history and stuff. Yeah, maybe. And he's just writing a book about Wednesday. Maybe. I mean, a lot could happen in this. You don't really find out a lot. No, we haven't been given a lot. But overall, I really enjoyed it. Do we want to go into some ratings? Yeah, why not? So what do you think about the acting? Mixed? (laughs) Very mixed. I... So I, I think that it could be acted well. I don't know if they're being forced to do it this way. But the way that... The dialogue is constructed doesn't make it easy for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's all that semi-poetic dialogue that you get in your graphic novels and your books. People don't talk like this. So it's really hard to tell. But people's faces, not much to it. (laughs) We're just going by expressions and things. Well, what would you rate it out of ten? Like a four. (laughs) Four? Yeah. Okay. I think everyone's pretty good. No. This is a rating for quality, not for how hot they are while they deliver their lines. <laughs> okay, I'll give it a 5 out of 10. Okay. Who's your favourite character? Oh, probably Wednesday. Mr. Wednesday? Yeah, I feel like something's going to happen there. It's going to be good. Well, he's definitely the most interesting character. Yeah. I, I want to find out who he actually is. I really hope they don't push... Because I'm really worried about the Leprechaun character. I'm really worried they're going to try to push it in the vampire direction from Preacher. Yeah, I was getting those vibes too. I'm really worried that they're going to try to force it in the same direction. It's just not going to work. You're so right. I was feeling that vibe as well. Mm. So this show is, what is it? Preacher, Mr. Robot, and Game of Thrones smashed into one. Well, I haven't seen Game of Thrones. <laughs> I don't plan to, but... There's a bit of that. Okay. I think my favourite in this episode would definitely be Audrey, because I just really liked her <laughs> scene in the graveyard. I thought she was hilarious. I don't know if she was supposed to be hilarious, but I really enjoyed her performance. <laughs> I don't think she was supposed to be She hilarious. was really, like, good in that scene as well. Like, yeah. she said she flip-flopped between her emotions, but she did that, like, flawlessly. Yeah, she I had, she really I think good. she had to. I think they were just like, you've got this much time. You should give her a shout-out. Here we go. <laughs> Betty Gilpin. You're smashing it, Betty. Good job, Betty. You did really good. Proud of you. And who was your least favorite character? Oh, Jesus Christ. The tech boy. <laughs> Fucking hated him. Really? Yeah. I feel like I'm going to like him more later. I reckon you're going to like but him But, like, later. he's such a weak villain. You know what I mean? A thin, white kid <laughs> with, like, technology on his... Like, that's a bad villain. It's not my favourite type of villain. I'm sure he's going to develop a lot later, though. I'm sure he will. My least favourite was probably just because I didn't like her scene. The Bill Quist character. Oh, Vagina Woman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't like but it. But I'm sure we'll like her later. I'm sure that something else will happen. Maybe they just need to get that out and you're like, this is what she does. And yeah. now from now on, it's going to be done. She's supernatural. This is her. Yeah. Now it's going to be done behind closed doors and it's fine. Yeah. You don't have to listen to people yell her name and get sucked in their vagina every episode. <laughs> okay. One vagina per episode. So we obviously both love Emily Browning. I love would, Emily You Browning. would bang Emily? 
Oh, come on. I'm not a crazy person. I'm a bit of fan, a bit of a fan of uh, Ricky Little. I gotta well, say. Well, I would have thought so. Built as <laughs> is a rather cut black man. <laughs> <laughs> Love that shit. And costuming. I've already said that I really like the futuristic tech boy and his henchmen. They had really good outfits. I thought. Hated it, but I thought the costuming was good. I th- the only thing that was questionable was like there's parts when Shadow's driving and he just has his white shirt on. And there's, like, sweat patches or something in, like, the weirdest <laughs> spots. But he's got one on his nipple and one on his opposite <laughs> rib. And that's that. that's it. Like, someone was just like, sweat guy. And he was just like, Bleh. Like, the, the guy who did the sweat spraying was just, like, like really high or really hung over that day. <laughs> just like, sweat goes here. Yeah, because it was just weird. What would you give it out of ten, though? The costume and the, the Oh, outfits? like a, like an eight and a half. Yeah, I'd say nine. I really enjoyed it. I want to say, like, overall look, like cinematography, because mm. I think that's a pretty big thing in this show. Yeah. They obviously put a lot of effort into it. So what are your overall thoughts? I know you didn't like the I blood d- aspect I, of I it. I didn't like the blood, but I like the gore parts mm. because they're overdone enough to be sort of clever. You're just like, this is happening, but, like, you're not going to throw up. <laughs> Did you enjoy the bit in the Viking where the arm gets cut off with the sword and, and then impales another guy? But it goes, like, <laughs> I don't know why it does this weird fourth wall break for, like, half a second. Oh, yeah. Where, like, it goes outside the widescreen bars for, like, a millisecond. Yeah. And it's the only time that that happens. Something goes outside. So I don't know what it's trying to do there. That was a bit weird. It was really strange. But it was funny. <laughs> But, like, wasn't supposed to be funny. I found a lot of this very funny, and I don't know if it was supposed to be funny. I can't tell. Some of the parts that were really funny always made me think, is this supposed to be like this? <laughs> I don't know. And then there's parts that you thought they were trying to make funny, and you were like, no. <laughs> Just fell flat. But I, I reckon they did a really good job with the look of it. Yeah, it looks I'd really good. i give it probably like an eight and a half. Yeah, eight and a half or nine on just the overall look. Just the blood for me. Mm, fair enough. But if it's supposed... I understand that it might supposed to be like that. I think it's definitely... Obviously, it's supposed to be like that. But, you know, it's still, like... Personal opinion. Yeah, it's a lot. And do you have any <coughs> thoughts on secondary characters? Uh, the guard was fucking awful. <laughs> just on that alone, I think one out of ten. That was the main secondary character, because it was just him and the guy who gets eaten by the vagina. And, like... He was a loser. Yeah, but he's in heaps of stuff. He's a good actor, that guy. Yeah, I have seen like, him Like, he's before. in quite a few things. Yeah. But no idea who he is. Reverse Vagina Baby 1 in this show. He's good, but his, most of his line is just like, oh my god, I'm in love with you, you're beautiful, and then like I'm going to scream your name and talk about how good having sex is. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, it was fucking weird. <laughs> so, good actor, bad role. <laughs> and then guard, don't know. So, what about, two, two out of ten. <laughs> yeah, what about the warden for the prison and how he's just like stressed <laughs> about oh, yeah. telling... Shadow that his wife's dead. Yeah. And the way he like gets up and sits back down, it's like he's yeah, gonna have a freaking panic attack. Secondary characters. They were all weird. And also like the bar woman. Oh yeah, like I've seen her in Mystery I've seen her in heaps from Mystery Diners. I've seen her in heaps of stuff as well. But like Was she in Mystery Diners? No. <laughs> I've seen her in a lot of movies. Imagine if you saw someone in American Gods that was in Mystery Diners. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I'd well, be surprised that their, that their career's gone so well. Man, Mystery Diners is getting a pretty good shout-out. Uh, do you reckon anyone, any other podcasts have shouted out Mystery Diners so much? Maybe. 
Charles Styles, if you could send us your programming on a USB stick so we could interview you on our computer, <laughs> that would be amazing. And then there'd be less of those glitches that you have when you're on the show. <laughs> He's great. Just short circuiting. And the plot. Where is it? Yeah, well, it's one of those shows where, as yeah. you said, we're talking. We're talking e- like episode one. Episode yeah. one. Episode one. No. Plot. <laughs> There's a bit of plot. Really? No. Because <laughs> his wife is dead, but she's gonna come back. He gets out of prison. He that goes much to funeral. Of... Yeah, but he meets didn't Mr. Wednesday. Didn't meets have to be. Didn't have to be in prison. Yeah, but that's not plot. That's <laughs> <laughs> characters. <laughs> that's things that are happening. <laughs> We're not, we don't know what direction we're going in. We don't know what anybody's doing and why. No plot I'm has... I'm interested, though. Oh, I'm very interested, but no plot has developed. 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10. Future plot 7 out of 10. Mm, definitely. Would you like to read funny reviews? Yes. <laughs> You've got your one there. Everybody's favourite part of the show. What we do is we find uh, reviews that we think are quite hilarious, and um, we're going to read them out. Usually they're bad reviews. I don't know how a good review would be funny. No. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? I'll go first, because mine was short. Mine's actually just a title. (laughs) I found it on IMDb, and the title is American God, It's Boring. (laughs) I just laughed way too much at that. Three out of ten? Three out of ten. He then goes on to describe the leading actor as a Ken doll, who is unconvincing and more suited to a 90210 style show. It's pretty, pretty harsh. It's pretty rough. Do well on honor two and though. Yeah. Just cut. <laughs> Who does he want in in the lead role though? I don't like, know. Maybe the guy in the book is supposed. To, he's like ugly and he's not supposed to be like this cut as hot guy. No, he's got to be a cut as yeah, hot guy. Yeah, TV. <laughs> Come on, people. This Louis in love. What are you talking about? So, my review that I found, it's not particularly funny as a review, but it's particularly funny in the way that it's written. <laughs> So I'm going to read it exactly how it's written. It got a 0 out of 10 for this review. And the review Tuzlo. reads... Tuzlo. Yeah, good. The review reads, The show is extremely boring, bad directing. Full stop. <laughs> In episode 2, you can learn how to tape the boxes and how to light the candle. Full stop. Who is this? <laughs> I watch and always fall in sleep. Full stop. Fell if, in sleep. Fell in sleep. Sorry, gave him too much credit there. If you can't sleep, you watch this TV show. What? (laughs) (laughs) What a great review. Such a great review. You know what's really good, really pushes your review forward? When you can't fucking write. That's that's how people know that you know what you're talking about. Alright, well I guess we'll wrap it up. Do we know what we're doing for our next episode? I don't think we've decided yet. No, we haven't decided. Maybe we should keep it going, go back in time, watch something that we've watched already. Yeah, okay, well we'll have to think about it. We'll post on our instagram and twitter what our next episode's going to be about make sure to keep up to date yeah so you can contact us on twitter we are at pilot error pod and on instagram just search pilot error podcast and you'll find us um, i try to post a fair bit so follow us and you'll be able to keep up to date with what's going on maybe <laughs> or just memes just memes. and pictures of lucy hale yeah and pictures of our cats and the cats but, you know that's a pretty good combo. That's what the people want. Memes, Lucy Hale, and cats. That's what people get the internet for. That's what the internet's made up of, basically. Yeah. So if you want more internet, <laughs> just more a higher percentage of internet, Pilot Era Podcast on Instagram. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.